Oh, live from New York, it's the show that guarantees that 40% of the show will be excellent. It's first things first. On today's show, Dak still rehabbing. Cooper Rush gets the start. Can he do enough to knock off the undefeated what Eagles? Left-handed, he just threw I, that, it? I, Don't get me started on that, that yet. Don't get pass? me started. This is so <laughs> Stop ruining the open. Meanwhile, Odell doesn't have a team, but he does have a Twitter account. Why his latest post makes us think a Rams reunion is off the table. Mm. And finally, it's the illustrious return of tears alongside Chris Broussard. I'm Kevin Wilds. Nick, yeah. I'm sure you and the committee were up late into the witching hour, burning the midnight oil. Are there any surprises oh, on today's tears? 100%, including really? a major shift at or near the top of right, the tier. You, no, it's true. true. Don't, don't, it's true. I don't believe it. Okay, well, tune in in one hour and four Here we go. Minutes. Can I tell you something? My script is on that last page. Draymond. <laughs> <laughs> Draymond not being suspended. He was fine. It really Curry. Yeah, it was. Wild. Steve Kerr. <laughs> Steve Kerr addressed it yesterday. Take a listen. I'm going to get right to the uh, Draymond situation, and uh, I'll address that, and then we can talk about the game. Um, he is going to come back to practice on Thursday. Um, He's been fined. He will not be suspended. I expect him to play Friday in our last preseason game and, and on opening night. Um, we have spent the last week in deep discussions with all of our key figures in the organization, including Jordan and, and Draymond, of course, um, Steph, all of our, our players, Bob, myself. And I can tell you there have been uh, a lot of conversations. And we feel like this is the best way, after assessing everything, for us to move forward. Um, it's never easy. No matter what decision you make in a situation like this, um, it's not going to be perfect. Uh, this is the biggest crisis that we've ever had um, since I've been coach here. It's really serious stuff. Um, we're not perfect. You know, our team isn't perfect. Bob and I have definitely made our share of mistakes over the years, um, but we're going to lean on the experience that we have together you know, over the last nine years um, and trust that this is the best decision for our team. Oof, going through it. Brew, were you surprised Draymond wasn't suspended? Surprised? No. I'm not surprised because to me this was a simple uh, yeah, you're getting suspended for that. Mm-hmm. And it took them so long that I started figuring, well, what's the delay? Why, what, why so much deliberation? And so I'm not surprised that they came to this conclusion. I will say this, it's the wrong decision. And not wrong because it's going to hurt the team or it's going to ruin the season. I'm not saying that. It's wrong because it's important that the punishment fits the, not crime, but infraction. Sure. All right. He essentially sucker punched a teammate. Essentially. It wasn't quite a sucker punch. Most of you can get to a sucker punch where the guy's looking at you. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, he's not – nobody's expecting that to happen. Yep. And you just give him a, a fine. So, I'm, I'm disappointed in the Warriors because right. of that. It's the wrong decision, but I'm, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm the – I'm surprised at Steve Kerr's press conference there because it seemed pretty incongruous to me. This is the most serious crisis we've ever had. See you in two days, buddy. Uh, we'll be back for the final preseason game, and no worries. Right, you'll right. get your reps in by ring night. What? What? Like, again, I'm not trying to uh, 
be patronizing and comparing Draymond to a kid, but like in parenting, it would be like telling your child, like, I've ne- this is the most disappointed I've ever been. No TV for the next two hours. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought things were going to be a lot worse than that, right, Pops. Right, and so that right. part seems odd. And the Warriors, they, they, the fact that they tried to get out in front of this seemingly before they knew the video was going to leak, mm-hmm. to me signaled they were going to take it seriously. Mm. They were actually priming the pump, so to speak, so the media is not shocked when Draymond is suspended. And then maybe it's because it's ring night. Maybe it's because they don't want him to miss that. And that if they hadn't won the championship and it wasn't ring night or if ring night was later in the year, which wouldn't happen, obviously, maybe it'd be suspended. But Here's I, it quickly yes. with the – because sure. you're right. A lot of people are saying, oh, ring night, they didn't yeah. want him to miss. I get – you know what, though? You're This is not the league mandating a suspension. This is the team. Theoretically, people might laugh. You could suspend the suspension for ring night. He could go to ring night, so not weird, play. Though. No, but so you, weird. he needs to be suspended. Maybe you could have started. Maybe from the day it happened, you could have said two weeks from this day on, and he still would have been there for the regular season. But ring night is not a viable can I, can I just excuse. Push back on that. What would that do? A if, suspension. If, if, if he's gone for two weeks, let's say, do you think that's going to like heal? The Warriors, like, what does it do? It Look, feels purely punitive. That but ends sometimes up the I, team. Think that, I don't think this is going to hurt the team. I think they're going to be able to overcome this. So, this, so I don't. I, and it doesn't mean I think the Warriors are screwed. I just don't think Draymond's going to finish the year with the Warriors. Well, I mean, wow. Because I, of this. I think that, well, not pu- listen, if Steph had punched Jordan Poole, I think Steph would finish the year with the Warriors. So not purely, it's not just like, yeah, you hit Jordan Poole, and now you're, we're going to have to trade you. But I think the war. I think Draymond did made a grievous strategic error. Not that he was trying to be strategic in this. He gave the Warriors an out for something they didn't want to do. Steve Kerr and Joe Lacob and Bob Myers, in their deepest and darkest of hearts, do not want to give Draymond Green a hundred million dollar extension. No, that's do not absolutely. want to be tied to Draymond Green into his mid and into late thirties. And to be totally honest. I'm not certain they want to be tied to Clay into the latter part of his 30s, but Clay has done everything right, ever, and it would the, Clay never would give him an out. Draymond's now given them an out, and so here's why I think this: the Warriors, the last few years, not a great, good, but not a great regular season team. Right, last year they were the three seed in the West. They had a few down years. Even the final year with Durant, they weren't the number one overall seed in the league, right. even though they had all the talent. Right, so I don't think the Warriors are going to be twenty-five and three and like, oh my God, they look like this juggernaut. I think they will have their ups and downs. That's first of all in the harder Western Conference. And when Draymond's already talked about, it, it's hard to get up for games against the Kings. It's hard to get up in these spots. Mm-hmm. I also think this is going to fester, and I also think that some superstar or all-star will come available. And we know the Warriors have already talked about would we trade our young pieces for Kevin Durant. We, they, we know that they had those discussions. And I think Draymond, plus not Poole obviously, but Moody or Wiseman or Kaminga or two of the three becomes a very attractive option in a two- or three-team trade. A, a three-team trade where if there's a team that's like, oh, we could use Draymond and we have picks to give up, a one-to-one trade if it's just star for this guy. So I think the Warriors now, because they have the assets to do it, Draymond has the salary for it, and we know that they've talked about 
can't pay Wiggins, Poole, and Draymond. So I think they are planning on losing one of them eventually. I think that might happen before this year's trade deadline. I I do not think Draymond Green is getting traded this year. And I've talked to some people close to the team, close to the situation just today. I, I don't think he's getting traded. First of all, the Warriors understand his importance to them. And I know you downplayed, you know, how he played. He didn't play well in the playoffs for the most part. But he is critical to this team. All right, his playmaking ability, okay, his defense, the fact that they can go small with him at center. He's not nearly as valuable elsewhere. Because for Draymond to be valuable, oh, off, he can't shoot. For him to be valuable offensively, you need a point guard no, that's he, willing to move off the ball throwing, like Steph. He would be not a throw-in in the trade, but he wouldn't be the key piece. You would be making the trade to get Wiseman but or making but, the trade to get Kaminga. See, but the other guy, if the, the Warriors love Kaminga and Wiseman. Wiseman's, I know it's preseason, he looks great. Kaminga, we know they have but, high hopes but for don't you And think, you got three 20-point scores with Steph, Clay, and Jordan don't you Poole. Think the ascension, and, and not to mention Andrew Wiggins. Let's just say, so say they love Wiseman, Wiseman wouldn't be in, in a trade. Mm-hmm. Don't you think the ascension of Wiseman could potentially make Draymond somewhat expendable? But don't why you, do they need to make yes. a trade? Well, because I think that Steve Kerr said it's the biggest crisis of his career. The trust has been broken, and and it's a guy that I wilds. Do you think Draymond Green is going to go the next three months, four months, trade deadlines in what four months, without another incident? I don't. Do Do you think he has? I, I let's. I would. I think he will, but I think it's more interesting to try to figure out like what Draymond's value to the team is, right? He's 7-7-7. Seven, seven, and seven. That's fine. That's replaceable. He's, He's not got numbers. good. I know. Yeah, yeah. He's got He's good chemistry and... with Steph. That's another part. Another big part of the Draymond Green, um, you know, valuable pie, what he brings to the team, is leadership. And the edge. And, his, and the edge. Yes. Is that gone? And now do you just have a guy who gives you 7-7-7 seven, seven, seven and some intensity? But not only like does he do the you know the intense stuff that you say is on the line. If you go and, and type into YouTube Draymond Green best mic'd up moments or Draymond Green encouragement, there are just tons of examples of him being like, "You can do it. Right, 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 I believe right, right, right. in you." Is that gone now? Is that broken? That if I'm a young player, like man, you punched Jordan Poole in the face. What are you talking about? You believe in me? Has he lost that? I think from talking to some people out there that. Part of why this is going to work is Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole's personality. Now, I, someone told me this is going, not going to be as bad as the Kevin Durant situation. Now, obviously, it was worse what he Yelled did at to Kevin Poole. Durant. Right. But Durant's personality. Obviously, Durant was a higher stature on the team as well than Poole. But Durant's personality would not let it go as quickly as a Jordan Poole. I'm not saying Poole's not resenting something. So I got, he got suspended. I, I pulled the video. He it got was, suspended. Yeah. And he one game check, one game suspension, obviously, yeah. which was like 130 grand yeah. for yelling after he grabbed a rebound away and then, uh, you know, mm-hmm. had a turnover at the Clippers overtime. Your Clippers. Yeah, no, I. I look. But that's weird. But that's yeah, weird. that got you suspended. That's weird. That, that, got, that you got you suspended. And I, I hear what you're saying, which is, listen, maybe Jordan Poole is going to. Yeah, I, he's already been the bigger man in this situation, right. but he's going to use this as like a launching point to almost 
a new role on the team. Now, a role is not on the court, but as far as how your teammates right. view you. Like, you, you helped keep this together. Maybe that'll happen. But I think Wilds' point is the best one, which is, to mix metaphors a bit, the, the reason that the, one of the reasons that I have never, ever have missed a day of this show, sick, pre-pandemic stuff, was because trying to set the tone early on in the show years ago of, hey, this is important stuff. We show up, you know what I mean? We show up, sure. we come to work, we do these things. If I all of a sudden started missing days left and right, I lose that ability, right? I lose that voice in the room. Draymond's such a role for him is everything you said. Intensity guy, leader, adult in the room. That's right. And I think it's really hard for him because I don't know what he does in film sessions. I don't know what he does on the practice court. But I know if I'm one of those guys and he and there's a moment where I'm being unprofessional and Draymond tries tries to check yeah, young guys. A young that's that what I'm talking about. Not Stephen Clay, obviously. Yeah. But if, if Kaminga's I don't want to pick on if one of the young guys is, you know, playing Candy Crush on his phone and Draymond's like, hey, we're professionals here. You know what I'm thinking, are we? Really? We're professional boxers? Like, what are we? Okay. What, 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 and so I think, it's a, I think you lose a little authority, and I don't think you can gain that back. They could have the thought that before, though. I mean, this obviously isn't the first incident Draymond's had. He cost them, may have cost them a freaking championship. Well, I uh, think they'll be fine. Hey, the, we got the latest on Dak's return. This is ridiculous. Dak is throwing the ball with his left hand. I mean, right. this is just this right. is, Well, he can't throw it with his right. Then why? <laughs> That's why Rush is starting. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Greg Jennings, Super Bowl champion, is here. Look yeah. at this video. The pride of Western Michigan. <laughs> Dak Prescott returned to practice, Greg. And he threw the ball left-handed. Then the media left, and we don't know what happened. But while the media was there and the cameras were there, he's throwing the ball left-handed. Here we go. Let me just do this. Left-handed throw. You've got to be kidding me. Wow. It's wild. What are we talking about? Here's Mike McCarthy. I think we're still in the medical rehab you know, phase. And so once he clears this phase and then when he's fully activated, you know, then, then I think we, that's when we have our conversation. 
As you stand here right now, Cooper is starting Sunday against the Eagles. We're preparing for Cooper to start against the Eagles. Yeah, you think? I, I thought you were going to put a left-handed Dak out there. <laughs> so stu- uh, You're upset. No, wow. I, I just don't like charades. Well, I, don't okay. like the, I don't like the game well, charades. I don't like an NFL team playing can, games with the media. But, it's ridiculous. Can I say real quick before we even get to the real question? Wow. Oh, sorry, but this Greg. whole thing's been that. I told you from the very beginning. You're right. Them not putting him on the IR was always a charade. That the whole the, the idea that he was going to be ready to play a week ago, which was the target when they didn't put him on IR, mm-hmm. it was he was only going to miss three games, and now we are now to the fifth game he's going to miss, and he's throwing left-handed. Dang. The whole thing was a media ploy, as I warned you guys of. What what I didn't anticipate was that Cooper be four and zero, but yeah, it was all to keep them in the conversation. Now go ahead, as you were. Sorry, Greg. Is that normal to just have a before I get too mad? Is that normal for a quarterback to go out there and re- go through the reps? It is left-handed. normal for any player who's been on injury reserve or, or not even on injury yeah. reserve that's been out to practice. All you want to do is have the other team thinking about two potential quarterbacks or two poten- potential ways you're going to have to. Is it weird prepare. that he's throwing left-handed? No, that was for the media. So okay, that that's what no I thought. One I just want to make sure right. I'm not. I didn't get over my. And speech. he's just going through like the little plays yeah, and doing. It didn't matter what plays he did. Left-handed, right? I don't like charades, Greg. We talked about that. <laughs> Upstairs, Greg was like, want to play charades? I'm like, no, Greg. Uh, okay, Greg, question to you. What chance are you giving the Cowboys to knock off the Eagles this weekend? I'm giving them a good chance. Ooh. A really good chance. If I were to put a percentage on it, which I don't want to, so I'm not. It would be up there. But for no, me, it's about up there. Above 50%? Yeah, it actually would be. Oh, okay. It actually would be. They they actually have a really good chance to knock off. You're the You're basically Eagles. picking them to win, guaranteeing it. Look, don't. I, I I'll take it where he won't. I'm picking the Cowboys to win. Oh. All right. They obviously they got a great chance to win, and I'm I think they're better than the Eagles. Whoa. All right. I, look, <laughs> they're de- both teams got great defenses. They got a better defense. The Cowboys. The Eagles have not. They beaten one team. With a winning record. Can we slow down on crowning them NFC champion? Mm-hmm. All right. Jalen Hurts, as good as he's playing, and I, I really like no him. I love him. NFC I champion, love his but they're Well, five, I know you crowned Minnesota, so I'm just, that's the one team they beat. <laughs> the, one, the one winning team they beat was Minnesota. Jalen Hurts has four passing touchdowns. Okay. And I get it. He's a great runner, he's got six of those. But if they can slow down the run with Philadelphia, let's make Jalen Hurts beat him through the air. I got the Cowboys winning this, and I'm Woo. saying it with my chest. Wow. wow. I'm glad you're saying it with your chest. I'm, I don't have the Cowboys winning this. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. But I, because you went there, yeah. let's go, no. Eagles. Okay. Let's go, <laughs> Eagles, man. This man, you did you, Look, absolutely. That's all it took? I, I like – and that is all it took. Because now you allowed, you allowed the competitor to wake up. And, yeah, so I, like, I like the Cowboys. I like everything that they're doing with Dak being out, what Cooper Rush has been able to do as far as sustain them in a manner of success at the quarterback position. He does everything that you want a quarterback – a backup quarterback to do. However, I'm not going to sit here and allow you to undermine what Jalen Hurts has been for this team this year. Period. I don't care how many touchdowns he has. We always try to do this. When a team has success, all of a sudden we want to try to poke holes and see what what isn't really successful. Jalen Hurts has been spectacular this year. Spectacular this year. And you want to say, 
Oh, he only has four touchdowns. He That's just a fact. It's just a fact. Well, it is a fact. Touchdowns. Well, to he's one for six. I, yeah. said, I said four passing Four passing. I understand. That's all I'm saying. But, but now you want to take away what makes him so good. Don't do that. He has ten touchdowns. Can I, can I jump in for a second? <laughs> yeah, here? go for it. Because I'm not a, as passionate about this game as these It two started slow. It right. Did. It, it, it erupted out of nowhere. And this is no But what I am going to say is this. Sometimes life is not fair. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people that do not deserve good fortune get it. And I think the way the Cowboys have handled this quarterback messaging has been embarrassing. I think the media has been complicit in having a less informed football public. I think all of it has been bad. And it's going to work out perfectly. Yeah, it's going to be great. They're going to get exactly what they wanted. Because here's the deal. Cooper did more than keep them afloat. It's 4-0. But if you've watched these games, Cooper has gotten worse in each and every start. I understand that the game against Washington, the numbers actually weren't worse, but if you watch it, there were two drop picks. He has gotten worse in each and every start, and last week was the worst one. And now he's playing the best defense that he has played in Philadelphia. Conversely, the Cowboys defense, which is outstanding, one thing that has worked to their benefit, they have not played a single mobile quarterback. Jalen Hurts is obviously a mobile quarterback, so I think he is going to have a level of success that the previous quarterbacks did not. So Philly's going to win this game, and that's actually the best-case scenario for the Cowboys if we're talking about oh, the reality. Is. Because it ends any discussion when Dak comes back about who the quarterback should be. Their next two games are the Lions and the Bears, I, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, Dak will come back, and they'll be like, wow, now this team with that defense in the running game with a real quarterback. And the Cowboys, it, you couldn't have scripted it better. They got the win over the Rams. They got the win over the Bengals. They got the win over the damn Giants who are actually good. And then you lose to Philly because they're, you're supposed to lose to Philly in this spot, if we're being honest. It's in Philly. It's not even the divisional game against Philly you've got to have. And then they're fine. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's great chances they hand the Eagles their first loss because I think the Eagles' offense is going to have more success than the previous offenses had against this Cowboys Okay, team. so let's play a little game of what if, Greg. If the Eagles do win, do you think that Jalen Hurts' uh, MVP odds, maybe they stay the same, maybe they go up, do you think he gets a real shot at MVP to try to overtake Allen and Mahomes? So it depends on how they win. If they win with Jalen Hurts running the ball more than he's throwing and putting the ball in the air, then no. Really? Be- optically, even if he every- runs well? Even if he runs well, because everybody wants to see the ball in the air. They want to see. Out there. They want to see. You listen, <laughs> listen to what you wanted to highlight. All I said was he's only got four passes. I understand, but I if, he throw, if he throws well, if he throws a couple touchdowns, runs for one, and he, it looks great, absolutely. Right, but this, and now this is where I've got to argue with you for a moment. This is where we need to reset what league MVP is. Jalen Hurts has been very good. Jalen Hurts has not been within spitting distance of league MVP this year. The Eagles have won five Player of the Week awards. They've all been defensive or special teams. The question, the, the, though. I understand the, what the question okay. is. That they, but I'm my, not calling them league no, MVP. I know but you're not you what, in the top four? No, I, I don't think you should be right now be in the top six. And it's not because – it's because if we just want league MVP to be who are the six best teams in football, who are right. the quarterbacks, there's our six candidates, so be it. But right now – 
There is a guy in this game that if we're talking about the best, who's been the Absolutely. best player in the, the league, and he's, he's on, on the, the other Cowboys. team and he plays the other side. Micah Parsons should be in this right. discussion. Obviously, Mahomes and Allen, and what also hurts hurts this weekend is Mahomes and Allen play each other. Someone's going to win that game and skyrocket to the top. Saquon, I told you last week, Ooh, Saquon go. was 125 Fair. to 1. Right. Ooh, now, I know that at the end of the year, a quarterback is likely going to win it, but I don't... I. This is not me taking a shot at Jalen Hurts at all. He has been excellent. Absolutely. He has not been a league MVP. The Eagles have been a great team. I don't think Hurts has played like an MVP. Yeah, I agree. Look, you said it. I mean, if we because they're undefeated, they got the best record in the league, people are looking at him. And his, his leadership, intangibles, what he brings with he's the ground great. game is great. I think he can be in the discussion – but he's way behind everybody you mentioned. Wild he's way behind Mahomes and Allen, what? and I would say Micah and Saquon at this point. I think he'd be in the behind. But he can be at the, on the periphery. You're like in the discussion. It's no, like, I know. He can be on the periphery. Discussion. It's like you're outside the club. Like, well, you're in the neighborhood. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm not it's like in the club. It's like club superstar. Yeah. Right in line. Exactly. It matters. Yeah. Right. right. That's better than painting. you're not even yeah. on the on the, exactly. the coloring right. book. Whatever it is he has. There's a coloring book. You know, it's I'd rather be in the book than out of the book. Oh, the art piece. <laughs> Alan Mahomes is the next Brady Payton. Oh, give me a break with this question. Really? Give me a break yeah, with this question. I'm saying, I'm saying give me a break. No, well, for different Chiefs Bills Sunday afternoon. There's a Pistons game right there after it. Josh Allen compared <laughs> the budding rivalry to some of the all-time greats. Take a listen. As a kid, like I remember watching, you know, Peyton and and, and Tom, and then Tom and Aaron, um, and to know that like people regard me in that type of situation is it's it's surreal. Um, but again, it's everything that I've wanted in my life is to play football for a living, and um, I'm just trying to do everything I can in my power to continue to play as long as I can. So um, it's it you can get as deep as you want, but we're just out here playing football, having a good time, and. I'm um, just trying to live my dream. Mm, pretty good. Surreal. That's yeah, real. Clocks are melting. Salvador Dali's out there. Uh, are you oh. buying that complaint? <laughs> clearly, he's not buying it. Well. Um, <laughs> the insults to Patrick Mahomes have to end. Oh, Greg, I'm going to convince you. You can okay. laugh. I'm going to convince you. Okay. okay. So Peyton Brady yep. was the... It was not a rivalry on the field for quite some time. Peyton got him a couple times in the regular season, but it was years before Brady beat him in the postseason, or before Peyton beat Brady in the postseason. So why was it a rivalry? It's like, well, one guy wins, but the other guy has the numbers and the MVPs. Before Peyton beat Brady in a playoff game, he had two more MVPs than Brady. He had finished ahead of Brady on the All-Pro team six separate times. That is not the situation here. There, there, there is no Mahomes-Allen comp. One has won an MVP. It's Patrick. One has been to a Super Bowl. It's Patrick. One has won a Super Bowl. It's Patrick. One has beaten the other one in the playoffs every time they've played. It's Patrick. It's a Brady-Ben Roethlisberger situation. Like, hey, there's a big, strong guy who's pretty good. Maybe one day he'll win. Uh, I don't know if it'll happen. But, but Brady-Manning was the, win- the winner and the guy who had all the numbers. Patrick is both. Right. So <laughs> what true. the hell are we talking about here? Why does Josh Allen get to be Peyton Manning? You know what Patrick Holmes gets to be? Both of them. 
He's Brady and man. He's Brady in the postseason. He's Manning in the regular season. Like the, 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 and for the rivalry to happen, we need one year of his career, Josh Allen, to either be better than Patrick Mahomes, hasn't happened yet, or to beat him in the playoffs, hasn't happened yet. You want a rivalry with Mahomes? Tom Brady's got one. They've split. They, Mahomes got him in the regular season more than Brady's gotten him. Brady's got him both times in the playoffs. Fine. You want to say Joe Burrow could do it? Burrow's 2-0 oh, like in his career against Mahomes. I, I think it's a little fluky, but so be it. You just, Joe Burrow, folks, go, make the case. All listen to it. This is not a rivalry. Burrow ahead of Allen? Well, in and, this, he's, he's and, only saying it because Burrow he's been to has a Super Bowl. Bowl. I get Burrow, and, and, Burrow's been to a Super Bowl, has beat him in the playoffs, beat him in the regular season. Mahomes never beat Burrow. Right. So I give him, you know what? If you want to make that case, fine. There is no. No. It, it, <laughs> all right, go, th- go ahead. This is not a thing. Greg. Yes, it is, and I'm playing along. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, which one? Then who's who? The uh, you know, this, which is, one this, is, this is very disrespectful. Josh Allen is Tom Brady. Okay. Oh, wow. I'm only saying that to mess no. <laughs> no. This is, look, when you talk about rivalries, it's not so much about it's going back and forth as far as wins and losses. It is about these two are the best at their craft right now, and they're dueling it out. Whoever has the greatest thing, Michigan and Ohio State, we've all been saying this is a great rivalry. Ohio State has gotten them Dominate. forever. Right. They've dominated them. I understand where you're coming from. You're so worked up because just, somebody is now about to dethrone ooh. your guy. Okay, well then do it. And it's Josh Allen. Then ooh. do it. And if he, when they win, when they win this weekend, Greg is, when they win this weekend, it'll mean nothing, by the way. They beat I, 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 the season last that's year. exactly what I'm about to say. Yeah. It won't it won't carry any weight yeah. in the world of Nick Wright. No, of course not. <laughs> yeah, win, beat him when it counts. But in my world, it's going to carry a lot of weight. Mm. And the reason why it's going to carry a lot of weight is because I believe that Josh Allen is the best quarterback in the National Football wow. League. Wow. And he's putting everybody on notice. Okay, then let me ask you a question. Because you said it's going to matter. This weekend matters. If Mahomes wins, are we going to stop with this nonsense? Absolutely not. See? <laughs> okay. Because you're not going to stop with the because nonsense. Because at some point. Guys, I think I made a pretty compelling case about the Peyton thing. Peyton had good. all the regular season oh, accolades. Good. good. Josh Allen didn't even make the Pro Bowl He's last year. He's only made one Pro Bowl. He's made one Pro Bowl. Matt Jones never made been the Pro to a Bowl. Super Bowl. <laughs> oh and, and, that shows you. And has lost to Mahomes each of the last two years in the playoffs. What are we talking about? What, all right, I'm kind of with you. I'm largely with you. Of course. Because smart. even I, I do think Good Mahomes is the best too, quarterback. Bro. But I think this is the year because I picked uh, Allen to win the MVP and them to win the Super Bowl. All right, so I think this is the year it Just happens. Like he did last but until oh, then, no, who's to say? Who's to say <laughs> Allen's the guy? It's going to be Mahomes and somebody, right? Brady, uh, Peyton is going to be Mahomes and somebody. Why couldn't it be Lamar? I mean, what if what if Lamar does? He's got the MVP. What if he gets to the Super Bowl and beats Mahomes in the playoffs? Why you mentioned Burrow? Herbert, I get now, it, it, they're all so young, right, is my point. I don't even like, oh, even though God. Burrow beat them, but yeah, he's, he's out of it. Even though Burrow <laughs> beat them in the playoffs, I can't put Burrow on no, that. No, I can't either. I know, but I'm saying I would say I, it make should the be Allen. The guy that is looking like it's going to be is Allen versus Mahomes. That's but right. it's not anybody yet. 
The only one that's definite is Mahomes. So, and then let's see which guy becomes the so right. Can I show you the full screen? This is what I like. And I know we're talking quarterbacks versus quarterbacks, legacies, that type of stuff. I think it's more like a boxing match. Here are their stats. I think that last year's playoff game felt like an epic boxing match that like, oh, who's going to win the last round and Mahomes got it. That's what NFL fans are here to see. Yeah, I agree. So I, I, that's why I think they line up really nice, and that's why this is the most anticipated but game I agree of the regular with that. season so far. But to use the boxing analogy, because there have been a lot of great trilogies, yep. and Brew's a better boxing historian than me, so I'm not going to pick because I can't think of a trilogy where one guy won the first two and still got a third fight. Well, so it's boxing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Heavyweight championship of the world is on the line. And the champ knocks the other guy out in five rounds. That was the AFC championship two years ago. And then the guy who got knocked out in five rounds, like, got to get another one. Got to get another one. And, oh, my God, he did. And through 11 rounds, he was winning on all the cards. And then the champ knocked his ass out again in round 12. Is the champ going to be the Vegas favorite before the third one? Especially if it's in that guy's hometown. Is that going to happen? No, but that's what's happening here. <laughs> Are we going to hear about how it, it's it's Sonny Liston and Muhammad Ali, and, and all of a sudden we're like, I don't know which one's which. I'm we sorry. do know. Yeah. I'm sorry for bringing up yes, the boxing. You, I mean, you see this all. I mean, it's just, it's, that's what, you're right. It, it, and because it's football, he's going to keep getting shots. And I've said it, and I will say it again. Do I think Patrick Mahomes is going to go undefeated in his career in the playoffs against Josh Allen? Of course not. At some point, the Bills will get one. Now, they're the Bills, so they'll then lose the next one. But, I mean, but at some point, they'll get one. I'm not doubting that. And maybe it happens this year. It is just so maddening to me that everyone is treating this game and this season like it's already happened. Okay, can I ask something yeah. really quick? So, if, if Josh Allen beats Mahomes in the playoffs yeah. and he wins MVP. He gets to say he's the best quarterback in football. I won't believe it. Because my eye test says Mahomes is the most talented quarterback I've ever seen. But if he ju he gets to wear the crown, if he goes through Mahomes and then wins the Super Bowl, he gets to say, okay. uh, I wear the crown. Like that's, to me, that's totally fair. Even if wow. it, it's not, it's, even if it's debatable, my point is right now it's not debatable. Right now, people are just handing him the crown. Like, hey, take it. Nobody else wants it. This guy's been wearing it since the moment he you walked into the you league. You did a great job there, not only doing a great segment, providing the Bills social media team with a lot of content. Oh, I know. You're <laughs> welcome, Odell. <laughs> oh, Odell to the Rams. Doesn't look like it's going to happen. We discuss next. First things first. Greg Jennings still with us. Can't find Odell on a team. You can't find him in the replies. Odell writing today on Twitter. L.A. knows where I wanted to be, but they didn't offer me anything. So I don't know what people want me to do. I definitely know my worth and what the offer was isn't reflective of that. So it's tough to say I can come back even though I thought I finally found a home. Kind of sad. Yeah. It's a little like... He put an exclamation point. I could have finally found a home. <laughs> yeah. So I, that's my... Yeah. I kind of brought it down. Rams reunion dead, Broussard? I wouldn't say dead, but certainly on life support. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it certainly isn't looking good. And I get where Odell's coming from. You said it, Nick, a while ago. I had said it as well. It was like, I don't care if you saved a locker for me. Give me some money. And maybe they did, because it's hard to tell from his tweet. Maybe they made him an offer. Okay? It sounds it like if they did, it was it close was very to the low. veteran right. minimum. But the way I'm looking, again, and I've said it before, 
Another team should hop on this. Another team like the Green Bay Packers, who clearly need a receiver maybe more than anybody else in the league as far as really good teams. And I think you got to go out there and get this guy because it does look like it's not going to happen in L.A. Okay. So this is hard for me because I understand this position that Odell is in. You're, You're older. You're coming off of injury. You still believe that you're worth a, a penny, whatever that penny looks like, however mm-hmm. shiny it is, you still believe that you're worth something. In that situation with the Rams, it looks like he should be getting more because of what we're seeing their struggles are. They don't have anybody aside of Cooper Cup. Right. And you insert Odell, we're automatically saying, oh, he'll be what he was last year. We don't know that. They don't know that. He doesn't even know that. He's believing and hoping that he is. That's why these, these offers are going to be what they are. So for me, you're talking about Green Bay. Well, that inserts him pretty much in, in hopes of being the number one guy. He's not that anymore. He's not a number one. I love Odell. He's not and a number. And it wasn't for the Rams. He wasn't for he the was Rams. He was awesome for him, but he wasn't their he number He would one. be their best receiver. Is that correct in Green Bay? It, and you just would, don't think ex- he can handle that. It's not about him. He would be their best receiver. The expectation would be, he be that he's their best it. receiver now because okay. it's Odell Beckham. Who else you got on the roster? Right. Yeah. He goes back to the Rams. You got Cooper Cup. Nobody's considering right. him or believing or hoping that he's our best guy. So can, can I want to do one kind of big picture thing, and I don't want to get into heavy media criticism, but I do want to say this. The media's got to do better on certain things like this. And not just just espousing what teams are saying with no critical thinking attached to it. The three of the five Rams games I've watched this year, the Rams have made it very clear to people doing the games, oh, we love Odell. Oh, he's kept his locker. We kept his number. We have a home for him. And at no point did I hear even the question of, so why isn't he on the team? Like, is there a rule against signing injured players? Of course not. Or are you in some devastating cap position? Actually, oddly, no. I looked this morning. They are exactly median, dead middle of the league for cap space, and you can always free up a few million dollars. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking about giving Odell a long-term deal. Did you get a bargain from Odell last year? Well, Wilds just told me they paid him a million bucks last year, and he helped him win a Super Bowl and was awesome in the playoffs. Now, I know you don't in business and in life typically pay for past performance, but maybe he's worth a little bit of a bump. Guy played for you hurt all year, got hurt in the Super Bowl, got played awesome in the postseason, all those reasons. And so I don't blame Odell for feeling some type of way about the Rams. I would, when you left the Vikings at the end, but when you went to go play for Miami briefly, I would imagine, maybe I'm wrong, that when teams were talking to you, if one of those teams was Green Bay, there's a little extra feeling of, man, y'all, y'all kind of, the way I left here was not the most pleasant of my experience of my career. And I you feel some type of way. I would imagine Odell understands why the Ravens didn't want to pay him while he was hurt. But the Rams don't want to pay me while I'm hurt. But we know what his list of preferred teams is, Wilds, because like you said, he's in the replies. And shout out Marcus Spears, who does a great job. He tweeted out a list of Kansas City, Green Bay, the Rams, Buffalo, and Baltimore to Odell. And Odell said, we see eye to eye. I think we can cross off the Rams. I think Rams are done. I think the Rams are done. I happen to think Buffalo is not realistic. I don't think so either. Because I think they, they you have Stephon Diggs. Gabe Davis has been a star for the last year. You know what I mean? That doesn't. They don't I, need him. I'm not, right. I'm not the people like, ah, Nick, you don't want him to go there. I just don't think that's realistic. So you have Baltimore, which we've talked about. Green Bay, which we've talked about. Kansas City, 
which I want to bring up just in this context. You and I talked off the air yesterday. I have not, I don't want to speak for you, seen a lot from Juju. And that's the spot Odell would be walking into. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the position on the field he'd be playing. And I don't think there would be these expectations that, oh, he's got to be the number one because Travis Kelsey is there. Nobody's talked about the Chiefs in that capacity because they have a lot of receivers, but they don't have a clear number one. I think that one's interesting. We've all advocated for Baltimore or Green Bay. But I do think he can help an excellent team this year, even if he's not a dominant player like he was last year. I I think think Tampa's in there, too. I think he can help. Here's the issue with it all. Like, And for Odell, moving forward. The Rams not offering him what he was hopeful for or lowballing him hurts him. It hurts him because they know the most about his, consti- right. his, his situation, his health, all of the things. They, he wanted to really stay. It's clear, but they didn't offer him what he wants. So now you, your hopes are that some other team sees what the Rams aren't seeing. Well, the Rams are kind of saying a whole lot if they, they have a locker for you. We were hoping that we can get you back, but it's not. So but it's not for what you're hoping to get. That's it's going to hurt him. Whatever that number is, I would love to know what that number is. I don't see him getting it. Well, he's also going to have to accept that. Look, you're going to have to go out there and prove yourself. We know what you've done in the past. We know you got one of the greatest catches in NFL history. We know you were great, like you said last year in the playoffs, just a year ago. But you did tell your tear your ACL. And so wherever he goes, nobody's just going to open up no. the bank and give him all this money that he wants. So he's going to have to accept, I'm not getting, I'm not breaking the bank, so I'm going to have to go out and prove myself again, hope I don't get injured, and then maybe next year you get some money. Can I push back on the Rams locker room thing? Yes. I, I need to see photo evidence of this. I think eventually somebody on the Rams organization like, hey, where should I put these extra T-shirts? Can I throw them in Odell's locker? Is that okay? Like, no, it's okay. Throw them in there. He's not coming back. Um, Greg, out of those teams, I want them to go to Baltimore. I think Kansas City, like God bless you, you like have that. plenty. Buffalo has plenty. Rodgers seems like he needs he some help. Him. But you know what, Rodgers? You got a bunch of MVPs and a Super Bowl ring. Mm-hmm. It feels like... If I was Baltimore's front office and be like, all right, we're at a little bit of an impasse with Lamar's contract, hey, sign of good faith that we believe in you, believe in the passing game, we went out and made an aggressive offer to Odell. Do you like him with Lamar? I don't love it Hmm. because I don't know what Odell I'm going to get. How about pretty good Odell? If you get the Odell from last year. If I get the Odell from last year, yes. Because here's the thing that helps Odell he says he was playing on a torn ACL. So I know he's coming off it. His argument is not that I blew exactly. my knee in the Super Bowl. They knew. It's that my knee was already blown. I was playing on it. And then in the Super Bowl, I, it, got, it got worse. I'm not sure. I, you know, I'm obviously much like Bill Belichick. I'm not an orthopedist. But so, the, so even if he's not the old, old Odell, the Odell that was with the Rams in the playoffs last year, that works in your opinion in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson and that passing It game. does work, but I'm going to go back to what Bruce said about the Rams that being over. I don't believe that it's over for him with really? the Rams. I don't. I don't because I, when a player wants to be somewhere, it, it, it takes you really coming to your senses of understanding the why in the business part of it. And most of us don't do that. When we're, when we're on our way out, we don't really know that we're on our way out. We still think that we are the player that we've always been. Everybody sees it but the player. Hmm. I, I was there. We all have been there. And Great, right now, Odell is coming off of injury. It's not you dead. still had it. 
Just like I appreciate that. You still had it. I agree. Miami. I was watching. I appreciate you it. You still had it. Oh, oh, you know what the Rams need to do then, though? In addition to maybe offering some money, win some games. Odell's not coming back. Odell's three and seven. Yeah. You know what I mean? For the team they're, they're, that can't, they're, 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 not right. going to compete. Right. There's got to be a Super Bowl good under. Coming back after the break, it's Nick's tears. First things first. Oh, can't you wait. Forget new, new stuff at the I'm top. I'm too excited. New stuff at the top. Can't wait. Welcome back to First Things First. Game one last night, Dodgers scored two in the first and used four pitchers out of the bullpen. Shut down the Padres, jump out to a one-nothing lead. Meanwhile, the NLDS continues today, starting with game two between the Phillies and Braves, four Eastern on Fox. Then it's Padres-Dodgers, eight Eastern, five Pacific, FS1, all streaming on the Fox Sports app and directly following tonight's post-game show on FS1. Don't miss the premiere of Jackie Robinson, Get to the Bag, new hip-hop documentary, executive produced by Dodgers superstar Mookie Betts, spotlighting the career of Jackie Robinson beyond baseball. That's going to be awesome. Excellent. And now, with the scores settled and the hot takes burned off, a committee of scholars, statisticians, and charlatans met at Nick's house to burn the midnight oil and deliver the best segment in sports television. It is time. For Nick's tears. Thank you, Kevin Wilds. Wow, Kevin Wilds, I think, might have been using a teleprompter for the first nope. time in the history of this show. That's how serious the tears are. We're also going to do them a little differently this week, but let's get right to them. All right, those who must not be named. Uh, these five teams don't matter. Uh, they, they just don't. Oh, wow, look at that. It's the two teams the Patriots have beaten. Okay, hey. now. All, okay, alive but uninteresting. These five, te- these six teams... The, the Bears, are they going to? Are they really trying to run an offense from the 1940s? The Raiders <laughs> I, I have the worst record on this tier. They are the most interesting team, but they're off this week. The Broncos have a great defense Ouch. and one of the worst offenses Ouch. I've ever seen. The Falcons are just utterly and totally perplexing. The Saints are only interesting when Taysom Hill is involved. And then there's the Patriots, who are very good when they are playing the Lions or the Steelers and very bad when they're playing anybody else. All right, next tier, it's just the AFC South. <laughs> I, I don't know what to I say mean, about the AFC South. Oh, you mean that's what? That's fair. You, I, I didn't say anything. I think that's good. You have that's the prince good, that was promised tier. who is really? going through some growing pains. You have the Titans who, by the way, quietly, Derrick Henry looking a lot like Derrick Henry once again. And the Colts who are 2-2-1 two, two, and one, and one of those two wins came to open. <laughs> All right, nobody knows. Next group. Nobody knows what you're getting from any of these teams any given week. The Seahawks? Is Geno the best quarterback in the NFC? Maybe. Do they have the best, the worst defense in the <laughs> NFC? Definitely. The Browns should be 5-0. But Jacoby yeah. Brissett, who's supposed to take care of the football, keeps throwing fourth quarter picks. The Cardinals are just a poorly coached mess. Yeah. The Rams can't block anybody. And the Jets wow. are 3-2. And, and I live in New York. And I like Jets fans. <laughs> and I think they're total frauds at 3-2. and two. Next! <laughs> QB away. I like everything about these teams. Except for their quarterback. Wow. The Dolphins quarterback's hurt, and then it's a question mark. The Giants, the quarterback's Daniel Jones. And I know all my friends in the bodega, when are you going to give Daniel Jones credit? Probably never, guys. I got to be honest with you. It'll probably never happen. Uh, the Vikings, I, it's, you know, Greg's dark horse MVP, Kirk Cousins. And then there's the Packers, who... They shouldn't who, be a quarterback. Who, what? I got. I'm, I'm, I got to okay. stop the tears wow. right here, really quick. Wow. That is that, uh, that is complete wow. disrespect. Mm-hmm. The Packers, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Are you kidding me right now? Th- look, 
a quarterback away, but let's see who you have, like who you haven't mentioned. You haven't mentioned the Chiefs. What do they have? Oh, he has Travis Kelsey. You haven't mentioned uh, the Bills, yeah. Stephon Diggs, and Gabe Davis. Yeah. You haven't mentioned the Eagles yet. You have A.J. Brown, and you have Devontae. All of these teams that you haven't mentioned have a star. Mark Andrews with the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. You got the Chargers, Mike, F Mike Williams, mm. Keenan Allen. Yeah. Everybody has a receiver. Everybody has that guy. Mm. He lost his guy, and you're saying they're a quarterback away? Okay. I got two. Matter of fact, well no, I oh, got more no, points. Oh, 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 can I get, can I get, some, can I get some help, please? Yeah. Can I get this full screen? What, full screen? Look, wow. Look, wow. My tears. What happened to my tears? Yeah, forget your tears. <laughs> forget them. When Aaron Rodgers was great, wow. when he was awesome, when nobody was talking about, oh, what he doesn't have. Yeah. You see from 08 to 11, who did he have? That's you. you. Truly. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I was one of those guys. I'm just going to tip my own cap right there. And then you had Jordy Nelson. White light. You had Jordy Nelson, a ghost, right? Yeah. Then you had that guy that we saw Devontae play Adams. on Monday night, yeah. Devontae Adams, who is no longer there. Now you got Aaron Rodgers by, by himself, himself trying Can to I, find okay, ingredients. Now I think he's question, got you, Nick. Which one would, of yourself, Jordy, or Devontae? was going to catch those passes that were batted down to lose the game against the Jets. We wouldn't have got there. No, I'm just it curious. Been there. No, I'm just curious. Like, we are, are, are you going to be out in the backfield diving for those? Like, <laughs> what's going to happen to that? Also, I have another question. Uh, when I, You obviously know it way better than me. But when you were there, was Aaron making $50 million a year? I don't think so. When J Devontae or Jordy was there? No, so it almost seems like, you know, a guy took a big, big, big piece of the pie, and then someone's like, well, oh, I guess i got to get my pie elsewhere. And he's like, oh, I miss him. I wish that guy were here. If we are being honest, Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, in 2022 through five weeks, one of the Packers' biggest problems has been lack of explosive plays in the passing game. Aaron Jones has been excellent. Defense has been good, not great, but good. The passing game's been the problem. And you blame that on Aaron Rodgers? Well, oh my heavy God. is the head that wears the crown and drinks Ooh. the ayahuasca, Ooh. my friend. Wow. Next! Wow. Back to the tier. That was fun. That was good. Impossible to trust. One major issue per team. Now, everyone with the Chargers, they're like, their issue's Brandon Staley. He's too nerdy. He goes with the numbers. Their issue is they're yeah. so hurt. The true. most injured team in the league. Oh. Everybody hates Brandon Staley. Oh, you know, the kind of arrogant, smart guy. I empathize with you, Brandon. The Ravens. <laughs> kind of, up once kind again. Of arrogant. And some bad luck again. And the Bengals, we know what the issue is. They really can't block anybody. That all of the, everybody gave the Bengals their flowers. Like, oh, you said we should take an offensive lineman. We're so much smarter. We took Jamar Chase, went to the Super Bowl. Hey, you kind of need the offensive lineman right now. I'm not going to lie to you. But when those teams are clicking, they look like they could win the Super Bowl. Speaking of Super Bowl, Super Bowl defense, questionable offense is pretty self-explanatory. These three teams all have outstanding Super Bowl caliber defenses. I believe these are three, three of the four best defenses in football. I see Bruce's beautiful face on the screen. I think oh. he's going to jump in here in a moment. But uh, questions on the offense for all three of these teams that are pretty obvious as well. Go ahead, Chris. Well, look, since Greg set the precedent, yeah. we can interrupt the tears now. Yeah. I'm going to jump in, and Nick, I got to tell you all a quick story. One of my favorite moments as a parent, oh, my daughters are 24 nice. now, but when they were little, I taught them how to ride bikes. And the day when they finally got it, where they could ride down the street by themselves, I felt so good. I had spent days trying to teach them how to wow. ride a bike. Days. Day, well, wow. I'm a quick teach, teacher, <laughs> and they were quick learners. But 
It felt so good. That's how I feel right now, man. Why? That is how I feel right now because I have been trying. I have been pouring into you that Jimmy G is a very good, is a good quarterback oh, and can lead them to the oh, Super Bowl. Oh, and you finally believe because the San Francisco 49ers, I know you're not talking about just offense is questionable. You don't mean just the quarterback because Tom Brady's on that tier. Great. So you you could have put Jimmy G on the QB away tier, but you didn't because you believe because day after day, week after week, month after month, I have showed you this. No. Oh, we're and you see, you mocked me, you ridiculed me. Oh, Bruce R, take that off the screen. It's bogus, this and that, and it got through. Yep. But I, I gotta be honest, as much as I love this graphic. The one that really did it, I think, Nick, Wait, is there more? was this one. Boy, this is the more. one that did it because you couldn't deny it. Okay. He's up there with your guy. Okay. They're the only two on this level. Wow. No one else that did it. Ah, okay. oh, it feels so okay. good, good, Nick. Welcome right to the Jimmy G no. squad. Can I, Welcome. Can I just remind the audience something? Because I don't even Open need to reply to that hogwash. Open on. <laughs> I picked the Niners to make the Super Bowl with essentially a rookie quarterback. The question for them is their passing game. There's no doubt about it. They have the best defense in football and the best running game in football. They would have to truly have, they'd have to have Russell Wilson at quarterback right now in order for them to be kneecapped that much in the passing game. All right, we'll move on. All right, we're now at the top of the tiers. The two best teams in football. This is the undefeated tier. Neither of these teams have lost a game. They're on a Super Bowl collision course. They are so clearly far and away the two best teams in the league. Vegas says it. And you, it's really hard to imagine a team competing. Oh, guy, sorry. Okay, here we go. Oh, oh I, the committee's made a mistake. Okay. The, oh, the Bills have lost? <laughs> the Bills have lost the game? They're not undefeated? They're not? They're, they're, the, the Russian is cut, dare I say? Oh I'm so God. confused by this. So then, oh, there is one team left. The favorite underdogs. Because even though they're the favorites, you all know it. I know it. They have the best quarterback in the league. They have the best coach in the league. They have, do they have the best pass catcher in the league? I don't know. Four touchdowns seems pretty good. They have the best home field advantage in the league. Carl Chepper's waking up in cold sweats thinking about those era crowds all week long. <laughs> yeah, they're underdogs. Literal underdogs this week. They're the favorite underdogs, despite not being undefeated like the big, bad Buffalo Bills. It's a solid, a solid tears this week, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. And Hobbs, our producer, came up to me like, Wilds, what do you want to do? You don't want to focus on the Titans? I said, I'm going to look at some Titan stats. I said, oh, do you want to do the Giants? I said, let me focus on the Giants. You're I said, Eastern. you know what I want to do? I want to focus back on America's team, oh the God. New England Patriots. What? Don't oh my goodness me, what? Greg. You know what's happening. <laughs> First of all, and nobody wants to admit it, if you've got a pencil at home, put it behind your ear and buckle up. Matt Patricia is who we're talking about. Ooh, Ooh, Matt Patricia's perfect plan. Ow! Oh, he played defense only. He doesn't know anything. You think? He sure knows how to win with Bailey Zappi. Can we see the graphic on how well Bailey Zappi has played? Now, maybe Bailey Zappi <laughs> is just gifted, or maybe Matt Patricia has crafted up a game plan to lead us to two wins. One victory, one moral. Victory counts as two in my book. Then we go to the other last side. Last two weeks. Okay. Well, last two weeks. That's yeah, all no, that's you know. fine. It I took just... him a while. It <laughs> took him a while. Finally, keeping up with the Joneses. I, I talk a lot about Mac Jones. 
We got lots of Joneses on the Patriots. We've got Jack Jones. We've got Jonathan Jones. Next thing you know, wow, that defense sure does look good. And finally, oh, everyone's like, wow, are you going to get a Bailey Zappi jersey? I'm not. Guess what's happening, Greg? Oh, the hoof is healing. Oh, <laughs> the fast healer. He's out there eating tin cans in the in, the, in your yard. <laughs> hoof is healing up. In fact, he might come back this weekend against the Browns. Don't That's have to do too much. The Browns, you're just going to run all day on the Browns. Just run, run, run. A little revenge game for Belichick. So I just want the Patriots okay, so here's quietly the thing. move up, just wow. like we did last year. Do, 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 I do, have do, the do, Patriots. Do, do. Make the playoffs. Back on the tiers yeah. for the first time all year. Thank you. I have them in the live but uninteresting. I will admit, I am interested in the Patriots as long as Zappos playing quarterback. <laughs> I, was I like him. I like him. I'm telling you right now, I liked him at Western Kentucky. You did not like him at Western Kentucky. That's not true. What do you mean? He went and studied all these Bailey Zappi stats just to troll me. Well, pretty, not even on TV. It's not, it's not like just a lot doing of it stats. It's like, hey, who has <laughs> threw the most touchdowns in the history of college football? Uh, Bailey Zappi. Uh, who threw the most yards in the history of college this. football? I like it. Uh, it's Bailey Zappi. Uh, who's going to replace Mac Jones for the waste bin of history? Okay. Uh, Bailey Zappi. <laughs> so as long as he's there, Wild, you and me. Okay. Pass. Why do we call him Baby yeah. Jimmy G? Uh, is Draymond going to be on the Warriors? Oh. We discuss next. First things first. Welcome back to First Things First. We're back to the Draymond drama. Nick, earlier in the show, you said you thought Draymond might not be on the Warriors roster by the end of the year. Yeah. The question's this. Do you think the Warriors would be better, a better team, without Draymond on the roster? Well, I listen, I don't think they're, to be clear, if people weren't watching earlier, I'm not arguing they're going to release him. I think they're going to trade. I think that it is going to be an untenable situation, and it is going to, they are going to have an out for what would be even more untenable situation, which is having Draymond walk for nothing in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Opt out of his deal, they don't want to give him a long-term extension, and you get nothing for him. And so I think that they would be a very different team, but I think that, Draymond Green plus a piece or two, if it's Kaminga, it probably wouldn't be Wiseman because you'd probably need Wiseman if you right. got rid of Draymond. But Kaminga and Moody could get you one hell of a haul. And I don't know, I want to be very clear here also, I don't know what star is going to come available, but I do know a star will come available because it happens every year. I also know that this year is very unique in that I think there's going to be such a thirst for Big Vic that there is going to be teams that try to rip it down earlier than they otherwise would. And so I think there's going to be a lot of guys available at the deadline. And so it's, I apologize for not directly answering the question, no, but I, I think that I don't think they'd be trading Draymond like, ah, now we can't win the title. I think it would just be a different version of the Warriors and maybe one that Steve Kerr enjoys coaching a hell of a lot more than I think he's getting ready to enjoy this season. Well, look, I'll say this, and and any of those, and I know this isn't you, but saying they got to trade him now. Like, if you're the Warriors, the wise thing to do is see how this thing goes. If a month or two in, one, he's not playing well, because obviously he wasn't great in the playoffs. He, He played well in spurts. But if he's not playing well, or if it's if the locker room is just jacked up, 
and it's not coming together. I personally think they can get past this. I think Jordan Poole's personality is a big part of that. I think he can move on from this Mm -hmm. to the degree that you can. So I think they'll be fine as long as he doesn't have another huge incident. They want Draymond to be Draymond to a degree, right? They need that edge, okay? They need him yelling a little bit and doing what he does. He just can't go overboard again, okay? That's the first thing. So I I don't think they'll trade him. Secondly, Nick, remember, he has an opt-out after this season. He doesn't have to become a free agent. I'm not sure who's signing up because everyone in the league understands Draymond's best value is to the Warriors. He's great for them. He's not great in most other places because he doesn't – it's just the fit is perfect with the Warriors, not great anywhere else. Who's going to sign up to pay him $28 million next year? Because Draymond may not opt out. No. no, He may not opt out. He's he's worth $28 million to the Warriors. With a no, but Brew is saying if if you if he gets traded, he can then opt into the last year of his deal, and whoever trades for him is oh. on the hook. Or he could him. opt in. Right. You don't yeah, think, right. I'm saying you don't think team, he could add real value. I'm just I'm making the t- to a team like the Pelicans that doesn't know how to win, that is going to struggle on defense, that is, that is might need some presence there, and or a, t- a team. Who are you giving up for him? Well, again, you know, I'm of the belief that Ingram and Zion are not going to be the long-term duo there. And so Draymond plus, like I said, I mean, the, one of those young players and a pick, or maybe both the young players, Kaminga and Moody. Draymond, Kaminga, and Moody for Brandon Ingram, I think, I, is a conversation they, people have. Ingram likes the ball in his hands, but you say maybe he's not there. Yeah. Zion now is playing with the ball in his hands a lot. So I, Draymond needs to be a playmaker to have value on offense because we know he can't shoot. So I, look, I'm not saying there's nowhere he can help, but I think it's a hard find. What, what will be the first sign in your mind that this is not working? Do you think it, if it doesn't work, what do you think we're going to see? Do you think it's just losing games? Do you think there's a lack of kind of, I don't know, lack of warriors, joy. lack of joy? Lack yeah. of joy. I think you'll see it in the body language, in the demeanor, and in the effectiveness of the team. I'm not going, it's not going to be based on uh, Draymond's numbers or even effectiveness early, right? We, we, if he's bad the first month or two, we may say, okay, but he's going to get it together. But if the demeanor, the body language, the effectiveness of the team together is not there, that's when I think you'll see. It's going to be weird. I think ring night's going to be weird. I think it's of gonna course be it's going to really be weird. weird. And the Warriors, they listen. They I know they're light years ahead, and I give them massive credit. They've won four championships, and sure. they, you know, so they, maybe they were right about being light years ahead. Their messaging on this was botched, in my estimation. They all of their words and their body language and that just the tone of it was somber devastation and then the penalty <laughs> is less than as you pointed out wilds considerably less than he got for hurting kevin durant's feelings right that and that's the other the other element of this that is to me very confused confuses the wrong word unknown is none of us really know jordan Poole, the guy Right? We, you've talked to people who know him, but he's a somewhat of an unknown quantity. We certainly don't know Jordan Poole's circle. I'm curious who's around Jordan Poole and what they're saying to him. I know what, I know what my friends at Jordan Poole's age would be saying to me. Man, bleep that guy. You're better than him. You, you, you need to get your lick back. 
It, like the, 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 the idea that that is not on the board, that there are people around Poole who the Warriors seem to love that are going to be telling him, man, why are you playing with this guy? I don't think it's going away. I just don't think it's going away. They can make up for it in money. But he was going to get, get the money either contract. way. Yeah. Maybe give him a tad. A little more? A little punch a bonus? A tad, right, tad. yeah. Wilds, you can punch me if Fox gives me an extra <laughs> million. Bonus. Yeah. Anyone right. upstage the Bills-Chiefs matchup? We discuss next, first things first. Oh, welcome back to First Things First. We've got three minutes and 30 seconds, and we saved the spiciest takes for the last. I got some spice. Oh, you do? Yeah. Hey, biggest under-the-radar story headed into week six is what? You are going to like this, Wild. You're going to love this. Right. If the New York Giants, Nick, beat Baltimore, they're for real. Yeah. All right? And now, now, they beat Green Bay last week, but some, some people say Nick said they don't have a quarterback. Packers don't have a quarterback. I didn't say they don't so have a quarterback. Baltimore's I did not say <laughs> did they he not, don't did the have not say a that? quarterback. Kind of. I said they're, they're a right quarterback now, away. Yeah, through five oh. weeks, the Packers, one of the biggest problems so they has been to... the quarterback. Yes, but go ahead. Okay, whatever. Ahead. If they beat Lamar Jackson and crew, yep. when, when Lamar Jackson and crew know they are on notice because they haven't been playing well lately, even though they got that win over Cincinnati, then I'm, I'm, I got to give you a prop. back with me? I mean, I, yeah, they'll be for real. They will be a playoff contender. No, hold on. It's Wait a tough second. in that division. Wait, you got to go further. Hold teams. on. We got to go further. We got to go further. So I'm supposed to say they're going to win the division? No, that they'll make the playoffs. That they'll make – I'm if not they ready beat, to if, okay, I'm totally say slowly, three teams in the steps. NFC East are going to get there. It might okay, happen. Well, well, but hold on. But who is to say that the Cowboys are making it? Well, Cowboys are making the playoffs. Cowboys are making it. Cowboys are making it. You don't think the, the Cowboys Eagles are, are making the playoffs? No, what I am saying is I think this week the Eagles are going to beat the Cowboys – and Brew's premise is if the Giants beat the Ravens. If we are here on Monday and the Giants are 5-1, and one, having won consecutive games over Green Bay and Baltimore, and the Cowboys will have just fallen to 4-2, and, two, and two, I would say the Giants are more likely to make the playoffs than Dallas. Yeah. I called it early. All right. You want to know my under-the-radar story? <laughs> yes, I would. That's the segment premise. Okay, thanks. I was, you know, it was a rhetorical question. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> Who has the number one passer rating in football? I'll give you a hint. He also has the number one completion percentage. And it's not all dinks and dunks. Oh, He's top three in yards I, per I, I won't say. I won't spoil you. Geno Smith. Okay. The Seattle Seahawks right now are 10 to 1 to make the playoffs. We're, we're just talking about how hard it is to figure out who that seventh NFC team is going to Ooh. be. The defense has been the worst in football, which is why they're 2 and 3 and not 3 and 2. If that defense can just get a touch better, Seattle, which a lot of people thought was going to be the worst team in the conference this year, could be alive for the postseason. And it is really nice for the good people of Seattle, especially after that stomach punch of a loss yesterday in baseball, for them to, for the first time in five years, have really good quarterback play. Oh, it's been a long yeah. time oh, since okay. the good See, people. That's, that's the tail end of mine, bro. Five years? Well, four years. He was top five in passer oh, rating. God, oh, gosh. Stop talking about that. It works with the Jimmy G graphic. It's going to work with this. Still, i got to keep driving it me. My answer is uh, Russell Wilson, Mr. Unlimited. It's hurt. He's, but I know this is not good. It's like, ah, he's hurt. It's got, whenever I see baseball injury, whenever you play one sport and the injury is described as being common for another sport, whoop, listen, that gets my dander up. But I'm a little but bit why, nervous. Now we know Wiles why he hadn't been playing. Why? Does, no. He's hurt. Is it a, it, 
Does it affect his decision making? Yeah, a little bit. Everything. Oh, everything. Oh, kinetic chain. Everything. Okay. Yep. Yeah. 